Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. In mid-January 1909, the British explorer Ernest Shackleton and three companions made it to about a hundred miles from the South Pole, the closest anyone but penguins had gotten. Two years later, in December 1911, Roald Amundsen's team actually got there. And five weeks later, the team led by Robert Falcon Scott also reached the pole. Seems like as good a reason as any to read some pieces about adventure and hope. Imagine Shackleton or Amundsen or Scott saying to their parents, Hey, Mom! Hey, Dad! I'm going to Antarctica and hike to the South Pole! Here, from Passenger's brand new, not-even-in-the-mail-yet issue 76, an excerpt from Margarita Meyendorf's memoir, Script in Hand. When I told my mother that I was leaving home to become an actress in NYC, she threw a pot of hot potato soup at me. She couldn't understand my need to escape the tiny dark apartment in Nyack, New York, with the camphor-scented claustrophobia, the sickness and sadness that permeated the walls. I had to leave, and I did, with potato soup on my shoes. I was only 19 and determined to make it in New York. I moved in with my cousin began attending dance, acting, and singing classes. I answered the cattle call auditions, where, usually, after hours of waiting, the director, with one swift gesture of his hand, would dismiss an entire group of five-foot-three-inch blondes, of which I was one. For nourishment, I ate 25-cent hot dogs with sauerkraut and made free hot water and ketchup soup at the automat. There was an almost instant descent down to the dregs of show business. I began go-go dancing in bars to make ends meet. Men leered as I danced in cages, with my fringe, fishnet stockings, and red high heels. Then, a break. An excerpt from Margarita Meyendorf's memoir, Script in Hand. Margarita said she's the daughter of a Russian baron and an Estonian mother, forced to flee persecution by the communists. The family immigrated to the U.S. in 1950. She said, At age six, I acted in Russian children's plays and later performed as an actress, dancer, musician, and storyteller throughout the U.S. and Europe. Leslie Gable Brett said, During these difficult times in our world, I am turning more than ever to theater and poetry as meaningful ways to build community and inspire compassion and action. This poem is an expression of my reckoning with both limits and opportunities. What is possible? What, after all, is possible? We have no gills. Our narrow arms are not wings. Our necks do not reach the tops of trees. Later I may dream, but now I am thinking about gravity, aging, ice freezing on the lock, pockets to hold things. Make note of the facts about work, babies, cruelty, all the neighbors in a town who have not met until the night they stand together in the rain, sacks of sand passed hand to hand to hold the river back. I am contented by this question that I chant like a prayer, seeing words before me wash out like the ocean and return again with the tide. I am finished with yearning.
From Passenger's 2022 Poetry Contest issue, Leslie Gable Brett's poem, What is Possible? Russell Rowland said, From an early age, a fascination with astronomy has given me a perspective on life. That a star's light takes so long to reach us that the star we see may no longer actually exist is worth a few long thoughts, and at least one poem. Here's his poem, Perspective. I've worked with folks who wished I was someone else, and I'm proud to say I didn't accommodate them. Content if each night stars impossibly far off entrusted themselves to me. There were bullies, too, who got out of bed angry and came looking. But aware how long starlight takes to reach here, I understand how a star, swallowed long ago by some black hole, still shone out clear to me a while yet. You could step out yourself at night among the mosquitoes. There will be nothing between you and the dippers, the hunter, the Milky Way, but space and quiet. No crying or pain. Do not take my word for it. Go out and look. I was once a little boy walking home in tears over a skinned knee, too young to know the galaxy was all there, within the blue, beyond the sun. A great clock that might strike twelve in my lifetime. Perspective, Russell Rowland, from Passenger, Issue 72. When I was looking for anniversaries to build this episode around, I also noticed that January 16th is Robert Service's birthday, the Bard of the Yukon. If you're a man of a certain age, that would be me, he might have been your introduction to poetry. Frost, Dickinson, Eliot, Tennyson, Keats, Shakespeare, they got nothing on this guy. There are strange things done in the midnight sun by the men who moil for gold. The Arctic trails have their secret tales that would make your blood run cold. The northern lights have seen queer sights, but the queerest they ever did see was that night on the marge of Lake Labarge. I cremated Sam McGee. To subscribe to or learn more about Passager and its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. You can download Burning Bright from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and various other podcast apps. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, Roseanne, and the rest of the Passenger staff, I'm John Shore.